Hi love and welcome to Lovely with Lana. I'm Lana, your podcast host, here to talk about all things Pilates, wellness, fashion, lifestyle, and of course, it has to be pink. Well, not all the time, but most of the time at least. I hope that you absolutely love this episode and let's get right into it. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy that you decided to click on and listen in. If you are new, an extra special welcome to you, whether or not you found me through social media, scrolling through Spotify or Apple, or just randomly somehow found me, I'm happy that you're here, you're in the right place at the right time. If you're returning, as always, hugs and kisses. I'm so proud of this little wellness princess community growing and becoming the best versions of ourselves. Be sure to follow this podcast, give it a rating, give it a review, share it to your story because I really do appreciate it and it only takes a second of your time. And also be sure to follow me on all of my socials. I'm most active on Instagram, I would say, and you can find that in the link tree in the show notes. All right, so let's set the mood. It is currently like 6 p.m. on a Saturday and I woke up this morning and I walked and then I did some Pilates outside. The weather was really nice early in the morning. Um, now it's extremely hot. Um, so I'm very grateful that I was able to enjoy some time outside. Then I went to work and then after work, I came home, had dinner and I just had some sourdough bread and oh my goodness, it is so divine along with my dinner. I just, I needed the extra carbs and that just felt so good. I do love sourdough bread. It is my favorite and I'm drinking lots of water because I was not being a hydrated queen today, but I'm trying my best. So I'm drinking it out of my pink Stanley and let's drink some water if you haven't already in three, two, one. Awesome. So now that we're hydrated, that's kind of the mood. I'm sitting at my new desk and my room is a little bit under construction because if you've listened to the past few episodes, I have been remodeling my room, not by a lot, just literally changing the wall decor um, and adding in a new desk and a little, you know, few furniture pieces, new bathroom rugs here and there, new light. Like I'm not repainting the walls or doing anything crazy, but I'm adding a lot of new things and I absolutely love my new desk. It is like all pink. It is exactly how I want it to look like. And I actually have a monitor next to me and I see my vision board and it's like my pink Pilates princess vision board. Oh, I absolutely love it because I am trying my best to live that vision board this year. Alrighty. So a high and a low of the week. A high is getting my hair done. I got my hair slightly cut and highlighted for the school year. I got a ton of new clothing and again, room decor, as I mentioned, and I'm feeling so ready and excited for the school year. I've been really trying to pamper myself more because I, if again, if you've listened to these episodes, you would know that I work a lot. I generally work every single day. Um, I don't really get a lot of breaks. And so because I'm juggling an internship, a part-time and two part-time jobs along with social media and all of this, um, luckily most of the jobs are slowing down around the school year so I can really focus on my studies, but it is hard. And I have really abandoned myself this summer in a lot of ways. And I've I've been so grateful to show up in fitness and, you know, making sure I'm eating healthy and somewhat taking care of myself. But a lot of the things just like cleaning my room a little bit better, um, you know, and wearing what really makes me feel good and spending a little extra time on my makeup in the morning. 
like that will make me feel so much better throughout the entire day, but I need to put in the effort. And so I'm really trying to put in that effort. And then a low is I'm not feeling the best. Um, my throat is a little like raspy and sore. I don't think it comes across well on the microphone, but I thought I was getting sick on Wednesday, but I mean, I think it, I'm like semi-sick, I would say. I think it's because I haven't been sleeping enough because of all the work that I've been doing that I just haven't been giving my body the rest that it needs. So ultimately, like, I'm not feeling the hottest right now. But oh, well, like, I think, you know, I think in a while I will feel better. Hopefully I'm going to really try and go to bed early today to make sure I'm really giving that, you know, rest that I need to my body. So let's talk about personalities. Let's get into the episode. We briefed through everything. So if you're new, yes, we briefed through um, like setting the mood and then a high and a low before jumping into the episode. So your personality, what is it? How can we change it? And why should you change your personality? According to the World Wide Web, your personality is your persona and it's unique to you. It's a combination of the behaviors, emotions, thought patterns, and motivations that define you. Your personality can be as defining as your physical presence. It represents who you are and is a part of what creates your relationships, drives innovation, and contributes to personal growth. So I think this is really important to understand that a personality is so much bigger than just how we talk or what we like. It, it, allows us to make connections. It allows us to, you know, if you're, if your personality, you're very disciplined, you're very on time and organized, that will illuminate throughout your entire life. Like you will be organized in school, you'll be organized in work. And when things go crazy, you're the organized one. Like that is just a part of you. And it also allows us to create relationships and meaningful relationships. I think when you find someone, and I hope that there's at least one person in your life where their personality you absolutely love, like you love them so much, whether it's a significant other or a friend or a family member, you absolutely adore them. And that's thanks to personalities. Personalities can create those relationships. And so personalities also are able to drive change. Like if you are constantly, and obviously if you're listening to this podcast episode, you probably are always looking for ways to improve yourself. That is a part of your personality. You are looking for self-growth. You want that self-growth. So I think it's really important for us to understand that a personality is not just like how we talk or like what we like to wear. It really does consume our entire life. And it's a part of absolutely everything we do. It is, you know, our thoughts. It is what we wear. It is how we talk to people. It is how we interact. It is how we deal with issues. So obviously your personality plays a big role in your life. Your personality comes from two main factors, according to research, genes and your environment. But I would say that Genes load the gun, but the environment fires the trigger. I think definitely more of your personality comes from your environment rather than your genetics. So you might be wondering, well, how is it genetically, how is my personality genetically predetermined? Certain gene variations may contribute to particular traits related to temperament and mood. For example, variants in the DRD2 and DRD4 genes have been linked to a desire to seek out new experiences. And CATNAL2 gene variants are associated with self-discipline and carefulness. So there's literally genes that scientists have been able to map in our DNA that are able to determine what kind of personality you are. 
However, again, as I mentioned, I think your environment plays a much bigger role because naturally I know I'm a very organized, self-disciplined person, but if I do nothing, if I do absolutely nothing to maintain it, to actually put in discipline and structure and try and improve myself in those aspects, then I'm just going to waste it away. You use it or you lose it, right? It's like with anything. If you don't use your natural talents, let's pretend you're really good at dancing. You're going to eventually not be good at dancing, even though you had natural talent to begin with. So the same goes with your personality. You need to be able to use your personality, use all of those genetic traits that you have and make them for the better. But it also means that it could bite you in the butt. Um, So if you have a family that's very hot tempered, they're very fiery, that could often lead to not the best personality traits. And obviously you'd want to change it. So that's why you're listening to this episode. But again, as I mentioned, I think it's not just genetics, but environment probably plays like 80% of the role of how you act, how you think, how you treat others, and just who you are as a person. So environment can be a lot of things. I always like to say, you know, firstly, you're the top five people you surround yourself with, right? So obviously the people you're around, um, your friend group, your family, those people, you start to mimic them. Think back to like a certain friend or a certain family member. Let's pretend they always said a certain phrase. And if you spend enough time with that friend or family member, you start to literally say that phrase. You start to mimic them because that's human nature. We are meant to mimic each other. I'm just thinking back to some of my coworkers. And one of these girls had beautiful earrings. And all of a sudden, I wanted those earrings. I wanted to be... Like I was mimicking her earrings because I absolutely love them. And I was mimicking a different coworker's um, funny jokes because I was around her for so much. I didn't try to, it wasn't on purpose, it just happened. And so I think it's really important that, you know, you need to understand that who you surround yourself with, that is part of your environment and you will mimic them no matter how strong you are, like you're gonna start mimicking certain aspects of them. You know, if you hang out with friends that swear a lot, you're probably gonna swear a lot. If you hang out with friends that eat junk food a lot, you're probably going to eat junk food a lot. You want to hang out with people that you want to be like. And I think along with mimicking people, we also compare ourselves to people. And I'm not saying this has to always be in a negative way. I know a lot of times when you compare yourself to someone, it's always negative. Like, oh, they're so pretty. I'm I'm not talking about that kind of comparison here. What I'm saying is... Sometimes, let's pretend you have a friend group, right? And they're really, really smart. They're always getting their A's and they're always studying and their head is always in a book. If you're around them and you see them studying all the time and asking questions and doing their homework and, you know, doing all the things that make them a good student, you're probably going to copy them. You're probably going to compare yourself to them. See, oh, I'm not really that focused in school. Maybe I should be like that. So you are comparing your normal to their normal. And that is healthy. It's not a competition. It's not about who does the best. I understand that that can happen to certain friend groups. And that is actually very negative to friend groups if you're comparing and competing all the time. But a healthy comparison, like looking at a friend and saying, am I doing enough in this part of my life? Like, am I studying enough? Am I working out enough? Seeing other people's dedication, other people's work ethic is actually extremely inspiring. I remember when I was at my internship, I saw all of these incredible interns. Like they were so intelligent. Like I absolutely was blown away by every single one of them. 
And that pushed me to really try and excel in everything I do because I was around people that were excelling. And it wasn't that I wanted to be better than them. I just saw what they were doing and I wanted to be like them. So I I would say like, if you want to improve your personality, probably one of the easiest ways is to surround yourself with people that are better, smarter, healthier, you know, than you, kinder than you, more elegant than you. Because when you surround yourself with people that are just better, you become better. You start to want to be like them. You start to mimic them. You start to compare your normal to their normal and you start to shift what your normal means. I also think that environment is not just the people that you surround yourself with, but it's also the music you listen to, what you watch, what you read. I notice that when I'm driving, for example, if I listen to really heavy, like intense rap, I will drive faster and more aggressively. When I listen to some more calming classical music, I simply drive better and a little more calm and collected. When I watch shows with a lot of mean behavior, and I'm sorry for throwing Gossip Girl under the bus, but Gossip Girl, like I love that show, but a lot of the girls are mean in that show. When I watch that, then I tend to become meaner. But if I watch a show that's a little more kind and innocent, then I'm kinder and more innocent. So really be careful what you read to, what you listen to, what you watch to. It's going to impact who you are. And I hope that listening to me, you're more inspired, you're more kind, you're more you know, disciplined because that's kind of what I want to bring to your life and how I want to impact your personality for the better. Environment also includes past memories and experiences. So for example, let's think about, I don't know, Let's pretend you have kind of PTSD from a lot of guys. Maybe you've had not the best relationships in the past and now you don't really trust men. Then you're automatically more likely to be really aggressive and mean towards any guy, even if they're not like trying to hit on you, like they're just trying to talk to you. You'll just be meaner because you have that past trauma. You have that, you know, those past memories that are impacting how you treat them. Past trauma can really hinder your personality and make you a really angry and not nice person. I know that, you know, with a lot of trauma, you're going to have to work through that. And we'll get into like changing your personality and how to determine if it's like trauma related or it's something simple like meeting the wrong friend. But like, seriously, trauma and past experiences can really shape who you are. And finally, environment also embodies what you eat, your mind, your mental health. If you always eat junk food and you don't really exercise or move your body, you're probably not very energetic or nice. You're probably disappointed in yourself. You're probably sluggish and this will impact everything. It will impact your school, your relationships, how you present yourself, how you dress. If your mental health isn't good, you probably will be more rude or angry towards others or just not very responsive and more like in your own world. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself, your body, your mental health, you're eating well and enough because again, You can eat healthy, but if you take it to extremes and you start to undernourish yourself, you're also going to be very hangry and mean. So make sure you're nourishing your body, exercising it, and taking care of your mental health because that will just help you become a better person. Okay, so now that we know that our personalities come from a little bit genetics, but mostly environment, you know, the people we surround ourselves with, memories, past traumas, um, how we, you know, our mind, our mental health, our physical health, and also the movies, the shows, the books we read, all of those things impact our environment. But how do we come even aware of the not so good parts of our personalities? So naturally, you're listening to this episode and you may already have a few personality traits in mind that aren't so good and you want to change them. 
Think of, you know, being rude, being mean, unsympathetic, too loud, too quiet, quick-tempered, lazy, sassy, cold, arrogant, selfish, disrespectful, inflexible, etc. Those are all not the best personality traits, but I really want you to be 100% honest with yourself. And while being told that you're wrong, you know, it doesn't make us feel good. When someone points out our flaws, we feel attacked. But instead of feeling attacked, use this as an opportunity to become the best version of yourself. Ask your friends, your family, if there's some things that they don't appreciate about your personality. I'll be 100% honest here. My family doesn't appreciate my tone sometimes. I can be very upfront and cold and short with how I speak back to people, specifically my family, especially when they get on their nerves. That is something that I don't like to hear, but I'm working on it. And again, we'll get into how to work on that. But seriously, like ask people, what do you not like about my personality? And hopefully they'll be honest. And, you know, if you don't have anyone to ask or you don't feel comfortable asking, then record yourself, record your tone, record how you speak to people, record your body language, like record yourself. Because sometimes when you become more aware of how you are in a third person's point of view, it can be really impactful to noticing some of the flaws that you need to improve on. Okay, so because you already are able to, by now, hopefully identify a couple of the things that you want to fix within your personality, let's understand that we can change this. Don't feel overwhelmed. Don't feel like you have to do zero to 100 because I know it's really hard. How you talk back to people, for example, it's more automatic. It's a habit. It's not really you anymore. It's a part of your personality, but it's really habitual. Let's pretend that you always get really angry after work. You're exhausted. You you didn't give yourself enough time, enough breaks throughout the day, so you are really short and cold with people. That is something we can work on. But your responses at first are going to be automatic. So how do we work through all of those automatic responses, automatic characteristics? Maybe you're lazy or sassy or all of the things that probably aren't the best. So first, because you already identified the personality traits, now I want you to understand where they come from. Maybe journal and self-reflect. When was the first time I started treating people like this? Or when was the first time I started to exhibit being selfish or lazy or, you know, mean? When did I feel like I started doing this? And how did I feel doing it? Because sometimes, especially when you develop certain personality traits as a protective mechanism, you feel good, you feel powerful. And for me, speaking from experience, I am extremely cold. I'm a very cold person. And if I feel attacked or triggered in a certain way or picked apart, I will literally like metaphorically grab my heart, put it in a cage, lock it, and throw it somewhere. I become very cold. I become colder than like Elsa. I become an ice queen when I'm angry. And that was a self-defense mechanism because I was hurt by so many friends in the past. And I kept my heart open and my heart was bruised over and over and over again. I was hurt by my family and some of the things that they said. And over and over again, my heart was being bruised and beaten. And Eventually, like, I just became cold. And that is me journaling, me working through where did being so cold come from? Where did being so mean and being so, you know, non-emotional come from? Because that's not healthy and that's hindering me from becoming the best version of myself. So journal about it. And once you journal about it, kind of think back to, like, it can be easy to change certain aspects of, you know, bad personality traits. 
let's pretend that you started to swear. You, you know, swear, but you don't really want to swear. Like it's not a very elegant way of communicating your emotions, your feelings, and you know, your words. And then you can just trace it back to a certain friend or a friend group. Then it's easy to like cut those friends out of your life and find, you know, new ones or better ones. But it's a little harder if your personalities, your negative personality traits are coming from trauma, are coming from PTSD. Because when you have trauma, like for example, me, like being hurt by my family, being hurt by my friends, not physically, but mentally I was hurt, which honestly is worse in my opinion, then that is something that you have to work through and it will take a lot longer than just cutting a bunch of people out of your life. Like I can't cut my family out of my life. I'm going to have to work through the trauma, address the trauma, and ultimately let it go. And obviously boundaries are important. So if you have very toxic family or friends, then maybe like really distance yourself. But for me, it wasn't really toxic. It was more like over time, like being a kid, like hearing the jokes that my siblings said, like that hurt over time. And so being able to understand that trauma and being able to just understand it, will help me to find the root cause and work on that root cause, whether that means journaling extra, going to therapy, reading books, you know, finding new friends, praying, like doing something to understand the root cause and really be able to feel those emotions and release whatever is holding you back from being a kinder, happier, more gentle person. Second, let's make a plan to change the negative personality traits. So again, we identified the negative personality traits, whether a friend or family member told us about these negative traits or whether we thought about it or we already knew about it or we recorded ourselves to find out about it, we found these personality traits that aren't so good. Then we were able to dissect them and understand where did they come from? Why do I do this in certain situations? How do I feel when I act like that or when I do this, right? Now it's time to make a plan to change it. So changing your personality is figuratively as easy as changing a shirt. You can wake up and choose to be a kind person, but then something bad happens and then you're back to those automatic habitual responses of being mean or rude or selfish to someone. So what do you do? What do you do when it feels like, yes, you can try and be a happy and kind person, but then like, I don't know, your little sister steals your shirt and you're angry and you get back into that angry persona of yourself and you don't want to be like that but the anger persona is a habit. What do you do? I want you to work through the triggers, okay? Make a plan for yourself that when you are triggered by something, that tends to cause this bad personality trait to occur. Take a deep, take a few deep breaths, a drink of cold water, something to get your mind away from your past response. Then you need to start to respond differently. I find that pausing before responding can really help you choose how you react. Being able to pause before immediately jumping to that habit of responding short or mean or just, you know, being lazy or being selfish, like being able to pause before that automatic either verbal or habitual like action or thought, pause for a minute and be able to rewire your brain, like saying, no, we're not, we're not going to respond to them like that. We're going to respond kinder. Stop yourself in the moment. And if you do this long enough, and at first it will take so much effort, it will feel exhausting, but eventually it just becomes a habit. Third and finally, to change your personality, have people hold you accountable. So tell someone about your goal of changing this 
personality trait of yours. Tell them why you want to change it and how you're planning on doing it. Obviously, it'd be best if that person is around you a lot, so maybe a close friend or family member, but have them watch you how you respond to situations that would normally trigger you. Have them warn you when you're starting to like fall back into bad old reactions and responses and actions. And, you know, ultimately, like, be able to self-monitor as well. If you want to change a certain negative aspect of yourself, if you're really mean, if you're really selfish, if you're really lazy, if you're disorganized, if you are, you know, sassy, you can change those aspects of yourself, but it is going to take some work and you need to be able to be honest with yourself, brutally honest, to the point where it kind of hurts your feelings. You need to be able to reach out for help and have people hold you accountable or hold yourself accountable. But that requires an intense amount of honesty. However, you will be better on the other side. I'm going to end off the episode talking about why change your personality. Isn't your personality like who you are? You've already listened to the entire episode. You would know that your personality comes from your genes, but more so your environment. And once you identify them, you can make a plan and hold yourself accountable for changing those personality traits of yours. But why even care? Maybe you're really aware of your tone, your body language, and you know that your personality can be kinder, more gentle, feminine, more disciplined, happy, wiser. Maybe you want to be a better sister, a daughter, a student, an employee, a girlfriend, a friend, a person. Like, Maybe you just want to be a better person and you know that right now you're not embodying that better person. You're not embodying the highest version of yourself. It is wonderful that you are able to identify areas where you need to self-develop and improve. And I really hope that this episode helped to break everything down. I'm so proud of you for being able to like understand that, yeah, there are certain aspects of my personality that are not great and I'm going to work on it. Many people cannot do what you're doing right now. So again, I hope you loved this episode. I hope it helped to break down kind of where your personality comes from and how to find some of the not so great parts of your personality and take steps to hopefully improve your reactions, your responses, your thoughts, everything that embodies your personality. As always, be sure to follow this podcast, give it a rating, give it a review, share it to your story, and find me on all of my socials by clicking the link in the description. Also, little update for the girls that are wondering, my 75-day hard challenge is going absolutely fantastic. I'm really starting to understand my nutrition better and have a great relationship with food and exercise. All right, girls, I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.